This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Olivia Quay. Welcome to The Straits Times' Big Story podcast where we analyze key issues with our journalists and guest experts. News just in from October the 19th, children 12 years old and below unvaccinated against COVID-19 will be allowed to travel under the vaccinated travel lane scheme and enter Singapore without quarantine if they're accompanied by a VTL traveller. Well, the age of the child will be based on the calendar year, not the birth date. And like other VTL travellers, these kids only need to undergo pre-departure and on-arrival PCR tests. An exception will be made for those two years old and below. If you're taking the VTL from Singapore, remember to check the criteria of the destination countries. For instance, South Korea doesn't allow unvaccinated non-resident children in, regardless of whether they're under the VTL scheme. Well, that's a major development for the vaccinated travel lanes. And who better to share more than Transport Minister S. Is Warren? Welcome to the Big Story Minister. So, first off, um, before we get into you know this new announcement, the expansion of the VTL scheme is a step towards reinstating Singapore and Changi Airport as a major aviation hub. Given that the winter months are approaching, should we be making a bigger push to woo to court VTL tourists? You know, especially since some will be wanting to leave the cold weather for warmer climates. Right. Well, I think uh, Olivia, there are many parts to that question. Let me try and sort of unpack it a little bit. The first is, as you know, about a month ago, we started with VTLs with Germany and Brunei. At that time, we made, we said quite clearly, we wanted to move on this in a careful, calibrated manner, understand how this can work before we consider expanding it. So our experience with Germany and Brunei VTLs has been a good one. Uh, we've had about 3,000 odd travelers and we've only had two cases. And the two cases, the positives were picked up on arrival through the PCR test. We are in an environment where, you know, the pandemic continues to unfold. It is a dynamic situation. And whether in terms of domestic responses and also border measures, we need to be very clear about the nature of the pandemic, the risk it poses, and the kind of mitigation that we need to do, even as we try to move forward in terms of learning to live with COVID, as PM Lee has put it. In other words, to respect the virus, but not to fear it, to learn to live with it and move towards being a COVID resilient nation. And in that context, the border measures that we've taken, the additional ones, add to that pathway. And in terms of minimizing risks, Firstly, it's about the countries we move with. The assessment is based on their circumstances, their infection rates, vaccination rates, but also operational risk assessments in terms of whether we can implement the processes that we have in mind well and whether the airlines and the airports, etc., can work seamlessly to make it happen. The second thing is, if you know that we also uh, have a quantitative restriction. So there's a limited number. So that gives us another level of assurance that the risk is circumscribed. Then beyond that, we have got the testing protocols. So now we have moved to a protocol where there's a pre-departure test that must be negative, PCR test, 
And then we also need a on-arrival PCR test. And I think with the two, this has been something that we have developed uh, and enhanced and with uh, the help and advice of the Ministry of Health, we then have a way to then mitigate that as well through testing. So when you take it as a whole, these are ways that we seek to mitigate the risks, not just for now, but as we go forward, whether it's the winter months or if you know change, circumstances change in these countries or others that we need to take into account. The VTLs, you know, they have definitely been uh, proven popular with Singaporeans seeming, seemingly rushing to travel. But Minister, with the upcoming school holidays, some parents are saying that it's unfair that children under 12 aren't allowed on these VTL flights because they are unvaccinated. So what's your response to that? I can fully understand the feedback uh, from parents. The earlier uh, decision to restrict the vaccinated travel lanes to only those who are eligible by virtue of vaccination was really intended to be extra cautious in the way we move forward. But uh, we have received this feedback and there's been discussion with the Ministry of Health and also by the multi-ministry task force. And our assessment is that we can align what we are doing for the VTLs with, for example, the vaccinated differentiating system that we have in place, the VDS scheme as well. And in that context, we've now, CAS has announced that we will allow children under the age of 12 to also be on these VTL flights as long as they are accompanied by an eligible vaccinated person. That is fantastic news, Minister. Why did the Transport Ministry decide to make this concession then? Well, it's not so much a concession. I would describe it as more about understanding that uh, there is clearly a need, a desire amongst uh, many Singaporeans and their families who have been waiting for an opportunity to travel. And this, I think, helps to open up a few more possibilities for them, not just the VTLs, but now with this move to allow children under the age of 12. But I want to hasten to add that even as we do this, I hope everyone and including parents and families exercise due care and caution when making the decisions to travel and also about taking their children minors under the age of 12 with them. I think it's important that we understand the circumstances in the countries that uh, you might be considering to visit. It's important that we also appreciate that their requirements and their uh, regimes are different. So not, it's not one size fits all. Yep. So we need to fully appreciate that. And importantly, it's important to fully appreciate the risks and to take all necessary precautions when we embark on travel with our children. I think it's important for all general travelers, but I would say perhaps even more so when we are talking about traveling with our young children. So I wanted to underscore that. I, I hope that this gives uh, Singaporean families on the one hand the option, but I hope it's an option to travel that they will exercise with due care.
Minister, looking a bit more broadly now, countries currently under the VTL scheme are not quite the ones where there is uh, the highest traffic to and from Singapore. In fact, highest traffic, um, you know, they come from countries in the region like Malaysia and Thailand. So to what extent will the current 11 VTLs give the aviation and tourism industries the boost that they desperately need? Well, the countries that we have identified for our VTLs as of now, collectively, are an important set of partners for us. They have you know, significant investments in Singapore. They are among our top 20 trading partners. And they've got sizable business communities and families here in Singapore. So it's important that we reconnect with them. And pre-COVID, they accounted for about 10% of uh, Chinese uh, passenger traffic. So it's not insignificant, but of course, the capacity of these VTLs, you know, is a far cry from where we were, but it's an important first step. Now, in terms of the other countries, including those who are major sources for us, we continue to be in discussions to find ways to move forward. The VTLs have, are one way to do this. For some of the category one countries, as you know, we have already implemented unilateral openings, meaning they can come into Singapore and without any of the restrictions already. Mm -hmm. So that I think is already uh, in place. Now we want to do more, as we have said, but in a manner that is cautious and calibrated. So we are continuing our discussions with our counterparts in many countries around the world, including and importantly, our immediate neighborhood and neighbors. And we will want to move on this when both sides are comfortable and are able to do this in a manner that reassures both sides that it can be done in a safe and efficient way. I know you've already mentioned this um, briefly in an earlier answer regarding you know, parents travelling with their unvaccinated kids. Minister, what's your advice for Singaporeans, generally speaking, who are you know, rushing out of the country to go on vacation? Well, first of all, I want to say that uh, all of us uh, in government, in the MTF, uh, we understand fully the desire of many Singaporeans and also residents here to travel. Travel to reconnect with family whom they have not seen perhaps for 20 months or so. Uh, also students who want to go out for their education or for internships, attachments, and then be able to return home. And of course, travel for business, for work. So we understand fully and the VTLs really are one step in facilitating that to enable that to happen. And we know that it makes a big difference. But having said that, I think it's very important that we understand that the VTLs are a pathfinder to enable us to ensure that international aviation can continue to grow safely and in a manner that everyone has confidence in. And therefore, it's critical that the way we implement the VTL is done well. And at the same time, we need the cooperation of all parties involved. In particular, for example, for those who are traveling on the VTLs, I think it's important that we have various protocols in place and I think it's very important that we all appreciate that these are not rules to be gamed, 
but really they are important safeguards that we all should observe and comply with so that we can ensure not just our own safety, but also the safety of our frontline workers and our larger community. So we seek the cooperation of everyone who is involved in administering the VTL, but also the travelers who are traveling through these vac vaccinated travel lanes. Because ultimately, if we can all work together, then there's a good chance that we can further enhance these vaccinated travel lanes whether it is in terms of coverage or capacity, and do so in a manner where we are confident that international aviation is resuming in a safe manner and also restoring Singapore's reputation as an international aviation hub. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.